In this episode, I go through why salts suck, but actually, um, what, which salts actually suck and which ones you actually need in your diet. I'm also going to talk about the best salts to be having, so enjoy. I'm Joe Shung, aka Joe Fight Founder and CEO of Fight Fitness, where we help people burn fat, tone up, and learn to kick butt. Join me as I share the secrets on health, wealth, and being kick-ass. Welcome to the Being a Ninja Show. But why salt sucks? This may be misleading. This whole presentation may be misleading, but I'm going to talk about why salt actually doesn't suck and which type actually sucks because um it's not that simple i'm pretty sure you all have heard this term is to eat less sodium keep your salt levels down right um canadians actually recommended to consume only 2300 milligrams of salt per day and you'll see it on a lot of packaging in a lot of marketing they'll always say uh low sodium low low salt and there is actually uh research that that excessive salt intake um has health risks and things like, you know, um, heart, uh, your, your, your heart rate increases, blood pressure is also an issue with salt, but also there's also re research that says low sodium intake can actually cause other unintended health risks. Things like insulin resistance, people could actually get diabetes from not having enough sodium. And I'll tell you exactly the type, what actually is missing. There's metabolic syndrome, um, your car cardio, your, your cardiovascular health may be affected for excessive, uh, low sodium intake, sometimes even cognition thinking you need salt to think. And you'll also have appetite issues. Like who here is a salty eater? Like who wants salt? Who craves salt versus sugar? Because they find that when you actually crave salt, you actually crave minerals. And that's actually what people lack. It's proper sodium and potassium balance. Because what ends up happening is when you have too much sodium and you're not replacing, you're not giving it a better, uh, uh, the proper ratio of potassium, that's when you run into issues. And so you need, part of it is not just decreasing the amount of salt, but also getting the right minerals like potassium. So this is a little bit misleading sometimes, but you actually do need salt. And the salt, and I'll, I'll give you my story. When I'm actually fasting and I'm feeling hungry, I'll actually consume some salt water. I'll sprinkle salt into water, um, a teaspoon, half a teaspoon of salt into water, no extra calories, and it's packed with minerals, and I feel satiated. I feel full. I don't have to eat when I do that. Um, and it's a little trick that I do when I do longer-term fasts, like 36-plus hours. Um, and sometimes when I feel lightheaded, fixes that issue without any extra calories. So there's a little tri tri trick for you um, when you're fasting to uh, address your, your hunger pangs. But what typically is the biggest issue is, is in things like table salt. Um, it's usually 99% sodium chloride. That's just normal salt. And the last 1% is actually filled with anti-caking agents. So this is the stuff that prevents it from caking so that it can flow out of boxes. It acts as a preservative, so it goes, it flows easier, right? And anti-caking agents, it's essentially heavy metals that are literally toxic to your body. Things like aluminum um, are in it, so you don't want that. The other thing salt does have, though, table salt, they actually put iodine in it, which actually ha has actually helped um, 
fixed iodine deficiencies in people. Um, but aside from that, regular table salt is void of any other trace, trace minerals, especially potassium, which like I mentioned earlier, is important to balance out the excessive sodium intake that we have in our diet. And get this, most foods these days are used with table salts. So I got to say things like, you know, crackers, you know, all those processed foods, even you got to even be careful with some of your um, pre-made um, um, dry spices, they use table salt. So it's always better to make your own mixed mishmash of, uh, of, um, of, of a salt mixture of a, uh, I can't speak today. I told you I'm a little tired, but a little bit of a, your spice mixture should use your own mix. So they're not using excessive table salt in the mix itself. So that's what table salt is. There's also things like kosher salt. Now, kosher salt, I know you've probably seen it. It's very similar to table salt, except for the structure. structure. It's uh, more flaky. Um, so a lot of cooks like to use it when, you know, the salt bay, when he does that thing, so probably use kosher salt. Um, they're less likely to contain anti-caking agents um, and they add added iodine in it. So you don't have to worry about the heavy metals so much in kosher salt, but it still has a similar um, trace mineral content as regular table salt. Now, a better form of salt, sea salt, um, natural sea salt actually contains 80 plus trace minerals, including potassium. So you're going to get that potassium balance to offset some of that excess of salt intake. There's no anti-caking agents, so it doesn't have those heavy minerals free from aluminum. Now, here's the issue with sea salt, and I'm sure I, somebody in the group mentioned about uh, microplastics, which is true. Because sea salt is for, um, farmed from the sea, a lot of plastic dumping into the sea, they've actually find, found 90% of, um, of uh, sea salt brands have microplastics in it. And microplastics, if it's excessive, there, there's actually not been that much studies about what it does to the human body, but they've done it in animal studies. They showed excessive uh, microplastics in their bodies, breaks down their kidneys, and affects the health functions. Um, so there's no real long-term studies on it, but I wouldn't want to stick microplastics in my body. Now, there's something called Colima sea salt, and these are a little bit different. It's actually found in Mexico, uh, the Mexican salt farms, which are actually free from microplastics. So if you really want to do sea salts, they actually have ones, um, I forgot where it was, a Culiacan somewhere, that if you just look up uh, Mexican sea salt, these farmers, they use old school techniques to farm their, their sea salt, and it's free from all those microplastics and toxins. So much better sea salt than the stuff like Celtic sea salt or just any sea salt in, in general. Now, another option is Himalayan pink sea salt. I'm sure you guys have all seen uh, it, and a lot of people are switching to it. Um, these are actually mined um, in Pakistan, and... These can still contain trace minerals as well. Now, the red or the pink is actually due to the iron, the heme. Um, and it's great because it's free from microplastics. So I actually like Himalayan sea salt. Uh, not Sorry, I said Himalayan sea salt, but Himalayan pink, pink Himalayan salt um, is a better option if you want to um, um, have a salt that's free from microplastics. Something to note about this, though. 
if you have, you got to be careful of excessive iron intake. So people that have, um, there are healthy concerns with people with excessive iron intake. So if you have iron issues where you have to stay away from iron, maybe best not to use Himalayan salt and to use regular sea salt or the Mexican sea salt, like I mentioned before. So there you have it. Why salt sucks why it doesn't and which ones are the best for you. Um, my recommendation would be going towards something like a sea salt or a Himalayan pink sea salt. We have a challenge happening in our group uh, about swapping out your salt. So if you haven't done it already, um, get at it. Uh, love to love for you to participate and comment in the group on the challenge. And I'm going to jump straight into a Q&A. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Being a Ninja show. If you enjoyed that episode, do consider sharing, subscribing, or even leave us some comments. It'd be much appreciated. Signing off. Sayonara.